Every five to 10 years, a new big traffic source comes out in which you can get sales for way cheaper than anywhere else. So if you wanna drive sales for your e-commerce business, look there first. Now it's gonna be somewhat uncomfortable though. So that's what this episode is all about, finding underpriced traffic because it always exists. So if you're struggling to grow sales for an existing e-commerce business, or you're starting a new e-commerce business and you're trying to figure out where am I gonna get traffic from, look there and we're going to talk about how to find those and what those are today in this episode so there's really two primary functions of marketing first one is reach meaning getting people to know that you and your brand and company and products exist and number two is response getting as many of those people that you reach to buy from you preferably getting them to buy as much as possible upfront and to come back and keep buying. So reach and response. Today, we're going to focus on the first part, which is reach. So in the future, in some episodes coming up very soon, because I'm releasing one every day, we'll talk a lot about response. First couple episodes on the marketing section, all about reach. And so this is the first one. So specifically, where do you reach people? Now, in my first business that I ever really launched on my own, I sold high quality health supplements. And so those products at the time, you know, brands such as Designs for Health, uh, Zymogen, a bunch of ones that if you're really into the health space, you probably would have heard of before, Thorn Research, very high quality products. Those brands, I was selling them online, kind of as a wholesaler, then as a drop shipper, um, and then I ended up creating my own brands. But in that first business, the model of those companies, how they reached customers, was they literally went door to door to doctor's offices. They, I'm sure, had a sales team. They were calling them up. They were sending sales reps out to go visit the doctor's offices to convince the doctors why their products were so good. They would offer them some sort of wholesale pricing for the doctors to carry those in their clinics. And that sales team was just constantly reaching out to the doctors so that the doctors could ultimately sell those products to the end consumers, the people actually taking the supplements, which was the doctor's patients, which were kind of the customers of these brands, even though it was kind of indirectly through the doctors. So that was the model of how they reached people with those brands. My model, my first business, was to reach those same customers, the patients, the ones who were actually taking the supplements, reaching them online. So rather than them having to go to their doctor's offices to drive up there, pick up the products there, remember to go there, um, I basically just started selling them online. And I reached people through Google search and Google AdWords. And later on, for a brief period of time, I sold those products on Amazon too, but eventually just kind of went down the route of selling my own brands, which I believe is a much better model. So that was how I started sort of understanding this approach. So they had a very inefficient way of reaching customers. I had a more efficient way, which is how I started gobbling up all the sales from those brands. And some of the doctors were not very happy about it. And so they started complaining to the companies and that's why I ended up creating all my own brands. Uh, but it was a better model for the customers and a better model for me. So when you look back in marketing in general, you know, old models to reach a lot of people, such as newspapers. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway used to own a bunch of newspapers because they were great businesses. You could be you know, a newspaper in a town and you basically had a monopoly because in most cases, one newspaper took over a disproportionate share of the people that were reading them, which meant that they got a disproportionate share of the advertiser's money. So they're basically like mini monopolies in these cities. So they were great businesses at the time. Uh, then around the same time, and maybe even before, uh, direct mail, people sending postcards, marketers did a lot of their sort of learning on how to convince people to buy stuff through direct mail. And then came TV. And so that included commercials and infomercials, uh, the best way to reach a lot of people at the time. 
Then online marketing started coming along. And when I first started getting started in online marketing, the kind of phase that was ending right before I got started was really display ads with Google. So some of the people that were building, you know, $10 million plus e-commerce businesses back then were doing it basically with, and some, you know, info product businesses actually selling like weight loss eBooks and that kind of thing. Um, they were doing it with all display ads. You know, sometimes they were spending hundreds of thousands of dollars per month on display ads with Google. It was a great way to reach people back then, but also somewhat inefficient because you're kind of just doing some basic website, basic demographic targeting, nothing like what we have today. And then where I got started was with Google search ads. So with SEO and Google search ads, it was a great way to reach people because people were actually searching for stuff. And then the new wave started coming, which was all these more display-based platforms. So YouTube is like a bit of a hybrid. So YouTube is kind of somewhat display-based, meaning you're interrupting people that aren't looking for what you're uh, promoting. And in some cases, search-based because people will literally search for keywords on YouTube and you can advertise there. But then the big ones came with like Facebook, which Facebook today in our e-commerce business still is like 70% of our ad spend. Um, so it's still the big one for us, but we've also been running it now for four or five years at a high level. And so it's not even necessarily where I would start today if I was starting an e-commerce business. Um, but Facebook ads has been the big way to reach people with the explosion of social media came influencers. But if you're starting today, you may want to look where the attention is somewhat underpriced. So this would include today things like TikTok ads. They basically copied Facebook's ad platform. So it's very simple to use. Um, CPMs, I've heard people say, because uh, I was kind of validating this. In my experience, CPMs are significantly cheaper on TikTok, may depend on the market. But where I think the biggest opportunity right now is underpriced attention for e-commerce is really organic social media, which sounds crazy because people have been doing organic social media forever. But I mean specifically vertical videos because you can take that same vertical video, uh, put it on TikTok, put it on YouTube Shorts, put it on Instagram Reels, put it on Facebook Reels. And maybe it does terribly on three out of four of those platforms, but on one of them, it blows up. It gets you 10,000 views, 100,000 views, million views, even a few thousand is not a bad deal. If the video you're literally recording, talking about your product or showing your product, you know, with a vertical video sort of selfie style, and it could take you all of 30 seconds to create. And for that to be able to get thousands of views is insane. And kind of related to all this, TikTok shop is absolutely blowing up. And so the way that I see it, um, there's always underpriced attention somewhere. You may just not like it because usually it's kind of somewhat uncomfortable because you have to figure out some new stuff. And so to give you an example, you know, kind of influencers in 2019, including mainly on Instagram, uh, back then it was easier just to run some Google search ads. It was harder to figure out this whole influencers thing. But for people who did it at the time when influencers, you know, people have been doing it for a while, but it was really blowing up back then and still somewhat new. Some brands such as Snow Teeth Whitening, uh, they did very well. Uh, they're now in a bunch of retail stores and stuff. They really figured out that influencer game. And then Gymshark basically became a billion-dollar company on the back of influencers. They built huge businesses overnight doing stuff that nobody even understood. Most people didn't understand, like, how do you find these influencers? How do you contact them? How do you build relationships? How do you compensate them? All those kind of things that it's not rocket science, it's just digging in and figuring it out. They did it, built massive businesses. That was the underpriced attention at the time. And now even TikTok shop, I think, is kind of where we're at today. And, and also kind of related to vertical videos on all the platforms. Right now, you're if you own an e-commerce business or you're launching one, you may think that, ah, you know, I don't really understand how that works. TikTok's kind of weird. Isn't it a bunch of just the kids dancing on there, a bunch of 13-year-olds? 
most of that stuff is not true anymore. Um, and it's probably more comfortable just to turn on a Facebook ad. Facebook is more than happy to take your money. The platform has been around for a long time. They make it incredibly easy to run. It's still a great place to run ads. It is easier, but it doesn't mean that it's better or cheaper. It is harder to try to figure out a new platform because you don't have 42 different courses and a million videos and agencies that'll do all this stuff for you. You're kind of at the cutting edge and having to figure this stuff out on your own. Uh, we are pushing hard ourselves on TikTok and TikTok shop. We're literally recruiting 20 to 50 affiliates a day right now on TikTok. And the guy that's kind of helping us with this strategy, he said, based on his experience, he's got multiple brands and he works with some of the biggest influencers on the planet for a TikTok shop. And he says that if you get a single viral video on there of a million views, which is literally just an organic piece of content with no paid ads, a single viral vi video of a million views could be 800 to 1,000 orders for your e-commerce business. That, if you were to do the math based on kind of what we spend to acquire a customer on Facebook, could be anywhere, if we wanted to get 800 to 1,000 orders on Facebook, that would cost us between 40 grand to 100 grand in ad spend. And so 40 grand to 100 grand in ad spend from one single 30 second video that goes viral on TikTok. So it's crazy that if you wanna generate sales and traffic and leads, to ignore that. And so that's the kind of value of looking for that underpriced attention. And the way I got this phrase, by the way, that's kind of stuck with me is from Gary Vaynerchuk. So I want to give him credit for that. Uh, he talked about underpriced attention, I think in some books or blog posts or something that I was reading, uh, but, but it makes total sense. You know, he's kind of the master at social media. And so I think you should be looking for that underpriced attention for your business, whether you're looking to ramp up sales and marketing for an existing business or a new one that you're launching. So general strategy here is number one, is look for where the eyeball, and this is kind of almost evergreen, even though right now we're talking about you know TikTok, TikTok shop, vertical videos, those are kind of the big ones right now. But at any given time, look where the eyeballs are going that businesses haven't flooded yet. Right now, it's likely TikTok shop and vertical videos. Um, and really thinking like, where does it seem easy to get visibility? Whenever you see people creating terrible pieces of content that are getting 100,000 likes, like a lot of the TikTok shop videos, if you just kind of poke around and even start going on the TikTok app and start searching TikTok shop, you'll start seeing a lot of these videos people are putting out that are promoting products. The videos mostly are terrible. And so think about like, where does it seem easy to get visibility where people aren't really trying that hard? You know, this is before my time, but kind of from what I've heard back in the day with YouTube, when YouTube was first blowing up, a lot of the videos, very poor quality, but they were doing really well because there was so much demand to watch videos on there, but little supply of people doing high quality video content. That's something that was just very mediocre could blow up and get a ton of visibility. Same thing right now on TikTok shop. If that platform stays up and keeps doing very well, which everything's pointing to it that it, that it will be, then eventually that quality is just going to keep going up and up and up and it'll be harder. Uh, but then there'll probably be something new at that point. And so first strategy, where are eyeballs going that businesses haven't flooded yet? And really, where does it seem to be easy to get visibility? Number two, try to master that channel. You know, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has talked a lot about this for different social media platforms. Spend an hour or two on there a day. Watch people's content, like and comment and engage with it. Uh, use all the different features of the platform. Uh, post stuff on there. Most of the stuff you post at first is probably also going to be terrible. Mine definitely was, didn't really do any good. Um, still learning myself, but I've had stuff that has done well. I've got, you know, one video that has like 4.6 million views. Uh, I think another one with a million, a few others with a few hundred thousand and a lot of ones that didn't do very well, but just trying to figure out the platform and it, it takes time, but, um, literally an hour or two a day, you probably know more than 99% of people after, you know, say a month. 
Uh, and then number three, you could still try the basics, such as Facebook ads. I mean, like I said, today, it's still 70% of our ad spend and a huge driver for us for new customers. Uh, so you could still try that stuff, but it's likely going to be harder than mastering the new channel to pick up traffic and sales at a low cost. And so when you're looking at ramping up the marketing, kind of going through this breakthrough process we've been talking about, when you start looking at marketing, you don't have to make things so hard on yourself. You don't have to do the hardest thing possible that everyone else has been doing for 10 years, such as Facebook ads. Look at what other people don't really know how to do yet. Uh, TikTok, TikTok shop, some of the vertical video stuff for e-commerce. That could be a much easier way to start ramping up sales. So tomorrow, we're going to cover, which is going to help you with this strategy, how to grab attention on these massive traffic channels so you get 10 times the results at 10% of the cost. And so if you want to get all these episodes where the current series that I'm on in this daily show is how to find a massive breakthrough in your e-commerce business, either a new one or an existing one. And so if you want to get all these episodes 100% for free, subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform or on my YouTube channel, and I'll see you tomorrow.